With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears, oh. With every Nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening who's the nerd. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I am delightful. D-Biddy. Yes, you are. Groove <laughs> is in the heart. That's delight. That's Our fake sponsor this week is MST2K. Go retro with our live theater heckling. The actors love it. Yeah, they do. Some of the producers and the, <laughs> the other people in the audience. People in the audience love it. Especially when we come set up our own three chairs in front of the front row. That's right. So they're not to see our head in the view. And we walk in and out periodically and shoot segments in the lobby. That's uh, the best way to do it. Good times. So uh, I guess starting our show this week, um, kind of a serious topic, but um, I want to send people to Matthew from Passerby's GoFundMe page. Uh, Matthew, in his post this week, basically said goodbye to podcasting for a while. Um, he's He and his family are having some very difficult times um, with his wife's pregnancy, so they've set up a GoFundMe page. Um, we'll put a link to it somewhere, but... Go support Matthew. He's been nothing but a, a gentleman to this show and a friend to us. And we've all been on a show and talked about, you know, stories from our past. And I'd like to maybe get people to help Matthew with his family's future. And try yeah, to some of us out. have experience with children, health issues. So it's a uh, so Matthew. Just want to let you know. There's a shout some out more to you. Severe than others. We're in your, we're behind you at 100%, and whatever you need, if you need anything, just let us know. All right, so on to other news. Um, happy birthday, Bill Shatner, one day late. Oh. His birthday was yesterday. I saw a happy birthday, Bill, one day late, and I thought you had paid a bill late or something. Oh. That had to do with <laughs> my birthday. Your upcoming birthday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I buy my own presents, and I buy it on birthday uh, bill. Yeah. You buy it on credit, and on then credit you and don't pay for it. Right. That's what I do. 
That seems like a good plan. No? <laughs> no. Okay, so that's probably not a good plan. Do so you guys have any banter for this week? Oh. So you know how um, you know how Jar Jar Binks is... Is a Sith Lord? Yes. Is there a delay? Possibly. Okay. So you know how Jar Jar Binks is universally hated? No. Because of how he is? Sure. Why, you guys don't like him? I mean, you guys like him? I don't I mind him. Okay. I was yeah. thinking what they could do. They could replace him with Goofy since Disney owns the... Uh-huh. Oh, that would be funny. Star Wars now? Yeah. I think it'd be funny if you replaced him with I mean, he's got Donald. the floppy ears. That's true. So they should... You know how they went back and and edited the original three movies? Yeah, to add the dinosaurs? They should just go back and edit... <laughs> yeah, but instead of adding dinosaurs, change Jar Jar to Goofy. That's a good idea. Just like a cartoon character in there. That'd and then be they better. should change out Goofy in cartoons with Jar Jar. What's wrong with it, Lucas? <laughs> Get on that. There's your new picture <laughs> to draw. That would be horrible. <laughs> Why? That'd be funny. Do it, Disney. I think they should try to put Jar Jar in other Disney-owned shows just to try to increase his uh, <laughs> reputation. Yeah. Does Disney own the Muppets? <laughs> the Adventures of Jar Jar. He could show up on the Muppets. Jar Jar Babies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, well, you know, he was Leia's they real father. Star Wars babies and have them all as babies. That's what, that's what the bunch on the side of her head is not hair. They're her ears wrapped up. <laughs> They're just coiled up. <laughs> uh, you're sick. Well, Anakin was away quite often. Saying uh, Jar Jar's the real mother. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And, uh, uh, that's why Luke's so goofy. Yeah. Well, he doesn't look anything like Vader. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, no. A new Star Wars conspiracy theory. That would be. We should do a show where we just make up stuff. Yeah, his face looks totally different than Vader's mask. I know, right? He had way more hair than Vader, too. <laughs> I blew my kid's mind by pointing out that Kylo Ren is Vader's grandson. They're like, no, he's Han's son. I'm like, yeah, but Han and Leia, Leia, and Leia is Vader's daughter. They're like, whoa. Your kid's a little slow on the uptake, huh? I guess. <laughs> well, they just hadn't put two and two together. Unless Leia's not the real brother, and the real mother's Jar Jar. And Jar Jar is Qui-Gon's brother-in-law. Okay, what does that make us? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> no? Um, I think we should make just put Jar Jar in other non-Disney films also. He could be good in Pirates of the Caribbean. Isn't that Disney? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I was started that. It can rename Jar Jar the Caribbean. Oh, he could replace Rapunzel in the Tangled movie. <laughs> if you put him into Jar Jar, uh, let down your ears. If you put him in Frozen, it'd probably make it better. 
could make it worse. He could be the reindeer. There's a reindeer in there? Yeah. Or the snowman. Oh, that's right. You have the daughter. You had to watch that more than once. I've seen that they many, could do many Jar Jar. times. Yeah. Oh, we need a Jar Jar Christmas special. Oh. Where everyone just speaks with that kind of weird <laughs> accent. <laughs> and there's no subtitles. <laughs> they're all underwater swimming around the whole time so you can't understand them. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Those could have their own Christmas special. Stormtroopers <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it's just a guy wandering around trying to find his family at the end where they're trying to leave. All the little kids have little stormtrooper costumes. <laughs> I don't know where my family went. Is that you, Timmy? <laughs> uh, that could be funny. I could draw a whole bunch of series of these. <laughs> Stranger danger. You should, Christmas. <laughs> you should start your own comic book line. It's Christmas hut. <laughs> uh, Are we near pulled by seven huts? Mm, Nine huts? I don't know. I don't know. Tauntauns would make good reindeer. Yeah, there you go. Jabba being pulled around by eight <laughs> uh, tauntauns. Well, he did have that floating vessel ship, right? So yeah, this sail barge yeah which did it need sails because like it had some kind of system that made it hover they used all the power for that there's no propulsion <laughs> they're like it floats <laughs> but we can't get it to go forward throw some Have sails you seen on how it is or big he is <laughs> yeah they worked fine until he got on they board. were probably just for decoration like most people's uh sailboats in real life but they never use the sails on you just always see them tooling around with the mast but <laughs> From engine power. Maybe they're just getting out to where they can use their sails. Mm. I don't know. I don't have any sails. I wonder if the value of resailing would be. The resale value? Yeah. That's when you sail in the <laughs> place you've already been. That's right. <laughs> well, my next door neighbor's selling his house. <laughs> He's sailing it? He's selling it. He's putting a... The one that is missing part of his hand. Wow. Yes, the one that cut his How big of a tail does he get that? Uh, I don't know how big a sail he needs for that. Are you going to buy it and just move next door? No, it's actually smaller smaller than my house. I think the delay. Yeah, your audio is not very good. I think the delay is throwing off our comedic timing. Probably. It seems weird. What? Could, Why didn't you tell me this during the sound check? I didn't know there was a delay. I just thought you were slow. <laughs> I could hang up on you and then call you back. Let's try to let's try to hang up on him. Okay. All right. Now we don't have to call him back. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> he fell for it. Oh, that's so funny. Well, we can skip his segment. Let's go on to tech nerdy. <laughs> Okay, stop that. I need to turn those sounds off. Yeah, because you get me dancing. No one needs to see that. That sounds better. Do something better than giggle. Okay, now? Sounds good. Here, I'll say a number, and then you tell me how many seconds later you hear it. One. Wait a second. That doesn't make sense. One. Think about who's well, saying like 30 it. 30 seconds. All right. 
I think it's still a delay. Okay, I'll start this time. Wait, as soon as you hear it, repeat it. One. One. It's like a five-second delay. Yeah, well, that's that's horrible. Well, it's probably only two and a half each way. <laughs> oh. How many light years would you have, or how far into space do you have to be well, to make that much? That's what happens delay? when I try to podcast in from Mars. So what's the velocity of um, light? Um, it's three. Um, I'm, I'm laden light. <laughs> English or European? African or European light. Oh. <laughs> I was going to figure out how far in space you have to ha- be right now. That it, it takes two and a half seconds for sound to get there than back. There. Oh, there's lots of them. Mute all sounds. Oh, it's two and a half light seconds away. Okay. Anyways, on with the show. We'll just pretend like there's no delay. Okay. Nerdiculture, go. <laughs> Wait, what about... Europe. Asia. Okay. So this week on Nerdiculture... What? <laughs> okay, what are you this talking about? Delay is horrible. Okay. Let's name it Tom. <laughs> this is horrible. Tom Delay. <laughs> yes. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I said it before I heard you say it. So I was thinking, can I start? Just go! <laughs> I'm not stopping. Okay, let me start. Okay, stop, guys. All right, here I go. <laughs> so I was um, thinking about how, you know, 
material science can be applied right. to personality traits. For instance, um, you can look at the failure modes of materials for sure, and apply that to how people can fail in their life. So, for instance, take plastic failure. Uh, plastic failure is basically a permanent change in dimension due to an applied force. I thought it was when you dropped your Legos. And so that's like, you know, if you have... <laughs> yes. It also happens when you try to boil your Legos in order to disinfect them. I do not recommend doing this since they very quickly deform and you can't use them anymore. <laughs> well, it might have worked if I pulled them out like a second earlier. You're supposed to put them together first. But, you know, <laughs> someone... <laughs> but, um... So, plastic flares basically you get bent out of shape. Right. And that can happen to people. Especially if they have a short temper. Oh. Um, another thing is buckling. Right. Barbie. So buckling happens when a large load is constantly applied to a structure until it becomes unstable. Like or, a belt around your stomach. You know, if you have a lot of demands on you, then a strip of leather, you might get bent out of shape. Yeah. Um, another one is fracturing. Ooh. So sometimes stress in a material will cause it to fracture into smaller pieces. And so that you know, if you stress once. out someone enough, they might crack. <laughs> I fatigue like is another right failure mode for materials um, yeah fatigue's localized structural damage due to cyclic loading so if you have a lot of stress on you for a long period of time you may crack under the pressure under pressure oh I and, uh, something often enough that's cracked <laughs> another thing is fouling you can get you know, something can get fouled when it has unwanted detritus, you know, stuff on it. And, you know, people foul themselves up all the time, so. Yeah. Same, same, right? Exactly. We're all just brittle failures waiting to happen. Well, that brings up another topic. Um, I, I bought some new hardness. towel for my bathroom. It has ducks on it. <laughs> what? It's duck tile. <laughs> So usually when you think of someone as being hard, you know, like that means they're hard to deal with or they're oh. harsh. So they're brittle. And then they can be difficult to please and like to punish people. Okay. And uh, but you know, a lot of times things that are hard can be brittle. Yeah. So. Like peanuts. Like my biceps. A hard person might snap under pressure. Yeah, like David. Can Bowie. you guys think that uh, would relate? I try to stay in my elastic range. And Wood's got a way bigger elastic range than oh. steel. That's why they call me Woody. Okay, they don't. But <laughs> they... <laughs> Somebody poison the water hole. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Sorry. He's not. <laughs> yeah, if I was, I wouldn't be smiling like this. 
Do you have to go to the bathroom? Not anymore. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I think about failure modes of materials a lot at work. So it's interesting to think of it applied metaphysically. I always tell everyone I can fill at whatever speed they want. <laughs> yeah, you can have that tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a train wreck waiting to happen. I'm more of like a um, space elevator wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> You're going to take, <laughs> oh, the earth take everyone times. with you? Oh, it'll be amazing when I finally plummet from this pedestal. What if it fails at the surface? Wouldn't it just fly off into space? Yep. So just have it sense. So if something goes wrong, it just detaches from the base. Problem solved. Yeah, that's kind of how I live my life. Something what they could do is build a space elevator on the moon. Okay. Because there's not as much gravity. Yeah. So you can have it longer and just have it long enough that it you know, brushes the low Earth orbit. And then you can have it like a skyhook or something. And you can launch stuff up there and have it grab on and pull it all the way to the moon. As we go past 30,000 miles an hour. That's true. You'd have to yeah. <laughs> slow, slow down. But, um, well, if you didn't go into orbit, it, you could just fly straight up to it. Because it's... That's that's, that's a nice idea because the moon is always facing the Earth, so the space elevator would always be mm-hmm. pointed at the Earth. It would just go by, so you just fly up and grab it and climb up. We could shoot people with a rail gun to it. Yeah. If you don't want them oh, to yeah. be alive when just they put get a there. helmet on them, human jelly. <laughs> that's how we uh, transport their beef up there. <laughs> It's pretty gelatinized when you get there. It's just mush. And then you can transfer cheese back from the moon to Earth. Yeah. It's a great idea. I like it. So do you think when it's a blue moon that we get blue cheese? Yes. And when it's a goat moon, we get goat cheese? (laughs) If it's a red moon, don't eat it? Sure. Without taking the wax off? I try not to eat the moon anyways. That's probably true. Okay. Well, that was stimulating. Awesome. I I noticed I kind of derailed us on two space elevators. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. With a railgun? Yes. You derailed us with a railgun? Really? That's called foreshadowing. Oh.
Okay, let's go to Technergy. So there's a new NASA bill that was just recently passed. Um, one of the is it Bill Shatner? No, it was not <laughs> Bill Shatner. It was passed by <laughs> President Trump. Um, and it outlines NASA's future into the 2030s. Looks like for the next couple. Oh, of years, I thought you were going to say into the 23rd century. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I plan on warp drives. On Star Trek. A federation of planets. No. Um, basically, the bill wants to get us out of the business of going into low Earth orbit and getting further away from the Earth. They'll be delayed then if you put satellites that far out. Well, they're not going to be satellites. They're going to be humans. Humans. Human. <laughs> going to put humans in orbit? Human and human women. Going to the moon. Oh, they have hues. Yes. Yes. Come on. I'm a hue. Wait, our moon? Our moon. (laughs) Mars's moon. Aren't all the moons our moons, technically? Uh, no. We can have them. I don't own a moon. (laughs) Well, it's the human race. This is our solar system, so they're ours. I claim all moons in the galaxy. Um, the bill is... That's no moon. The bill is meant to... It's a space elevator. ...to focus on more jobs in the space industry. Like the Microsoft guy? No, space the Apple guy. No. Steve Jobs. No. Just people working and making money. <laughs> um, so red light special people? No. Like <laughs> engineers and... Printing money in space? People that build spaceship components and stuff like that. Um, they want to have a roadmap for getting people to Mars ready this year. And then they want to be launching people to Mars by 2033. And they're planning on doing it with spaceships in 2034. <laughs> <laughs> um, no... <laughs> Do they have Google Maps of that? <laughs> yeah, does it tell you how long it's going to take you to get there? Well, if you walk, it depends on where <laughs> the Earth and Moon are in their, or the Earth and Mars are in their orbits relative to each other. But I think you can get there in like nine months. Not if you buy maybe a GPS or something like the road like Yeah, if you take public transportation, it takes longer, <laughs> and you have to like switch buses on the Moon or something, but. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. Now, Elon Musk is not happy with the bill. He doesn't think that it's going to add much funding for getting to Mars, and he wanted to see that. So yeah, because otherwise he's gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> right. Um. So we'll. I guess we'll see in the next. Sometime this year, hopefully, they'll have their roadmap, and we'll talk about it when it comes out. But um, I don't. It's kind of unclear as to whether this is a good thing or or not for stuff we want to see, like getting to Mars. I would like to see um, a permanent moon base. That would be cool. Pants are optional. 
Yeah, why would you wear pants on the moon? On a moon base. That would make any sense. Yeah. How would you moon people? (laughs) 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 Think how how much more efficient it would be if you just weren't wearing pants. Because you'd be mooning all the time. Oh, that's a picture of Reddy Moss. That's totally a fake moon. But is it really considered... (laughs) Is it really... Is it really considered mooning if you don't have pants on, though? Oh, I guess not. That's flashing. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll look into it. At any rate, that's streaky. What I'm hoping is that this. So they're planning on giving NASA this year nineteen and a half billion dollars, and next year is promised or proposed 19.1 billion but they're talking like the budget's going to go up in the coming years and then they're hoping that this also sparks private industry to invest in space but i have a question so the reason we got to the moon that went back when we did was because we were in a race against Russia. Russia, yes, and it was actually a military kind of push, even though they put a pretty face on it with, "Let's be explorers and get to the moon." Right, they were like, "So, airmen." If we really want to go to Mars, we need to convince the Russians that they need to try to go to Mars too. Yeah, or China. I don't think the China. Russians could get to Mars. What? Well, I would think they would want to because it's, it's a red, red planet. They would fit in. Maybe they think they don't need to go there. It takes too long to get all the white rocks so they can put their hammer and sickle on the planet. Oh, yeah. Big enough you could see it right, from in Earth. a telescope. <laughs> so, uh... So you guys want to go to Mars? Personally? Probably not anytime no. soon. But it would be cool, eventually, if you could, like, go there... For vacation or... Yeah, with virtual reality, you could just... Go there for five years or something. I don't know if I want to live there the rest of my life. I feel like it's sell out. The first people that go just, like, have constant cameras on their helmets and whatever. And then just send it back to Earth and you could have the Mars experience and you could virtual reality around Mars. Yeah. Yeah, and have to talk in an Austrian accent. Yeah. Like Arnold... Yes. Well, if they would just warm Mars up, like we talked about with the... You're saying you send SUVs over there, so I'm hearing. No, send that thing that generates the magnetic field to shield it from the solar wind. Then more people would want to go there. You had some nice beaches, palm trees, you know, hula girls maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Think of the sandcastle competitions you could have. Oh, yeah. Low gravity. Nice. All right. That's Technergy. Awesome.
on with the news. So usually when you think about truck drivers hitting uh, animals, you think of what kind of animal? Uh, deer. Deer. Raccoon. Right. Armadillo. Cat. Well, a poor truck driver in New Hampshire um, ended up with a passenger when a 19-pound turkey flew through his windshield. Oh. And made it inside alive. Whoa. Um, he's able to actually, luckily for him, get his truck to the shoulder. Um, police showed up. They tried to take it to save the animal for some reason, but it died on the way. Did um, they try turkey CPR? No, I think they just it was decided they'd put it in the freezer until Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't the truck driver get it? I mean, he got it fair and square. Well, he didn't have a tag. Oh, he didn't have a turkey tag. Yeah. I don't know if you need one. But yeah, so they arrested the kids that were throwing frozen turkeys on <laughs> It was a pet that they decided to release back into the wild. <laughs> You're free. It flies right into the road. <laughs> like, maybe we should have released it further from the highway. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have used a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they couldn't fly when we threw it off the overpass. <laughs> uh, Can they fly? Probably not. <laughs> they can fly short distances. So can I. <laughs> okay. So, anyways. So watch that's out for the, those turkeys. That's not the weirdest thing to go through someone's windshield. What would be the weirdest animal that you'd end up with in your car? Uh, Armadillo? Barracuda. Grizzly bear? Blue whale. <laughs> Blue whale, that would be really weird. That would be I crazy. don't know how that would happen, but... <laughs> It was being chased by an orca. <laughs> so in other news, the United States Navy <laughs> is uh, testing um, railguns for their ships. Ooh, nice. They figured it'd be really nice to have um, ordnance that wasn't explosive on its own. That way right. you don't have to uh, worry about someone shooting you and causing all your onboard uh, missiles and things to blow up. Right, so they're not the projectiles aren't affected by heat or, you know, right, just pieces of metal. Anyways, the new railguns are testing can launch the projectiles. They're kinetic weapons. Yeah, forty five hundred miles per hour. Whoa, that's rather swift. Yes, um, but can they we... hit anything? That's faster than you drive, Davidy. What? <laughs> uh, it's faster than drive barely. That's true. But um, like I learned from some science podcasts I was <laughs> listening to, I mean, you just got to get like nick it with that thing and you're going to cause all kinds of damage. Yeah. To get something going that fast, if you can get an impact force greater than the internal forces in the, in the object you're shooting, it will blow up on its own. Right. When it gets there. So if you're a pirate or something... And you see a, a navy ship, like a gray ship that has an American flag on it. I would think twice about attacking it. Yeah. Because if they run out of stuff, they can just start putting other stuff in there to launch at you, like shoes or forks. Forks. I don't know if you could launch a shoe with a <laughs> maybe a steel toe. Yeah, steel toe boot. Potatoes. <laughs> I forgot sunk by a boot. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That'd be funny. So what other things should they launch? <laughs> they should launch cows at the moon. <laughs> Astronauts to Mars. 
Why don't they have an electromagnetic launch system? For spacecraft? Yeah, you could run the run it up like a mountain side. Just accelerate Probably it you need horizontally and then... Phew. You need thrust in order to uh, not be denied space by friction, maybe. Hmm. Well, if the mountain was high enough... If you want people to survive there's on the There's less air. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to have a long ramp, you know, along... To get up there slowly? Yeah, so you didn't accelerate too fast. They could just use the the crashed space elevator thing that's laid down on the planet. What about the change the light bulbs? Shoot light bulbs at them? I don't think the light bulb would survive. <laughs> <laughs> like this... That's not a bright idea. This dust grit, or this glass grit, came out the end. Uh, have you guys seen the map? It's like a, of all the space junk that we have. No, there's a lot. Yeah, I've heard there's, there's a, a lot. Like cloud. I think it was was it the Russians or the Chinese were trying to um, develop something that they could remove some of it, like a big net. Yeah, but the stuff's going really fast. A right. lot of it, and so it just like would destroy the net. Yeah, somebody was thinking about deploying a robot that would. Just go ahead and grab stuff. Maybe push it back to Earth. Yeah, you basically just deorbit it. Wouldn't take very long. Yeah, I could make small robots with just a little bit of thrust would be enough. It's just once you get that far up, it's a huge area. So, think of something that just went around. They could launch a large wooden wooden badger. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think we need to try to lasso uh, a comet and just get it to come close. Just close enough that it wipes everything out and takes it with it. Yeah, but you have stuff up there you don't want taken out. Oh, that's true. It's like, okay, we're starting over with all the satellites. But then you're counting on whoever is lassoing it that they are really good at math. <laughs> don't get your significant figures wrong. You're yeah. going to launch it right into Earth. Oops. Sorry, Earth. Maybe you should move Earth. Like, what? who let the guy up on the space station calculate the trajectory of the asteroid? Maybe that's why I haven't built a space elevator yet. They're worried mm. that space garbage will take it out. Could. Interesting. Weird. So, that's the news. Cool. If you want to support the Engine Nerdy Show, go to EngineNerdyShow.com. And in the latest episode description, you'll find a link that says shop on Amazon.com. You click that, you do your online shopping, and anything you buy in that session supports the Ingenuity Show without costing you anything extra. I l- really like Amazon. I just got some stuff in the mail from them yesterday. Very nice. I bought some new USB cords to charge our phones with because some of ours got broken. I didn't realize they were three meter long cords. I thought they were three feet long cords. Oh, nice. <laughs> they're really long, but it's they're nice. The cord is like wrapped in the oh yeah, wo- woven cord stuff. Shrouded. Yeah, we got blue, red, and pink. Ooh, pink. They didn't have one that had blue and orange together. Oh. And I let my wife wife pick the colors, so yeah check out our t-shirt on there on the shop tab on the website we got another one coming soon i i've been saying i'm gonna get more up there and i've just been so busy lately i haven't had time to do it 
But I'm going to have some time this coming week, the next fortnight, because my family's going out of town. Mm. So maybe mm. I can get some a couple more t-shirts up and get them on the website. Um, yeah, and another way you can support the show that doesn't cost you anything is tell a friend. Share, I told some friends. Share the Ingenuity Show with a loved one and or enemy. Think about it. If your enemy ends up liking it too, then you have something in common. I think we're very not or not very offensive. So I think everyone can like us. Then you have lost an enemy and gained a friend. And knowing is half the battle or something. So it's like a Geronimo picture. Right. <laughs> in New York. We should do an episode in New York. First we'd have to get there. Yeah. That uh, sounds hard. Our next segment is consumption. <coughs> well, I didn't consume very much this week, but I did watch the entire series of Iron Fist. Ooh. Don't spoil it. I'm only about halfway through. Oh, okay. It's really good. I really like it. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait for the uh, sequel, Rusty Fist. <laughs> Yeah, one of the characters in there played, um, I think it was Faramir in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I watched it in four days, I think. How many episodes are there? There's 13 episodes. I would have finished it in three days, but my internet stopped working, so I couldn't watch the last two episodes. Oh, no. That's frustrating. the next day. Well, I'm glad you got it working. Yeah. Um, and I've been watching MST3K. Oh, nice. On, you know, we talked about it being on Netflix, and it's they've got the old episodes there now. Or not all of them, but maybe two dozen. Yeah, I've seen them maybe on there. Have you seen the trailer for the new one? I have not, but I will go watch that. Um, you can find it this. on the Nerdist.com. Okay. They also, in that, they had an embedded video of um, the producer interviewing the cast, basically. Um, oh, okay. So, the cast, you got, is that Felicia Day? Is that the one that does the 
online video stuff. Sounds Would right. Be in the and, um, um, the Doctor Horrible sing-along blog. Yeah. Yep. Her. Okay. She plays the main villain. Oh. Oh. Um, and then her lackey is um, what's his name? Oh, what can I think? I could picture him. It's the guy from. Uh... Oh man. John he's, Candy. He's a comedian. Uh, James Earl Jones. John yeah. Belushi. Somebody alive. Oh, oh okay. Bill <laughs> um, <laughs> Shatner. Pat oh, Oswald. Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is in it. Oh, dude. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, Jonah Ray from the Nerdist show back in the day. I'm not sure if he's still on there or not. I don't know. I haven't listened to it in a while, but he's really either. funny. He's a funny dude. He's huge compared to everyone else on the show. <laughs> yeah, and he's then, a tall man. Then he got two of his friends to play his robot friends. Now, That's is it going to cool. be Crow and Servo? I see Crow yes. and Servo in the picture, so yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, so it should be good. should be really good. In the not-too-distant future. And somewhere in time and space. The nice thing about the new reboot also is, that someone mentioned, is the improved quality of the video that we have available now. Oh. So it's going to be sweet. I always see, they do like mostly sci-fi movies. I always wanted to do one for horror movies because I think those are very humorous on their own, especially poorly made ones. Well, that was like the first episode they have up on Netflix of the old stuff is Manos, The Hands of Fate. That's kind of a horror show. Oh, yeah, I guess I have seen some that are horror. The nice thing, the cool thing about their um, show I went to at the theater recently or last year was uh, they were doing it with other things like 1950s commercials and things. Oh. And safety. Yeah, there's a short before Manos, The Hands of Fate. That's like a Chevrolet, um, how to be a salesman commercial type thing. Those are funny. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait to watch some of this. I think my kids would really like it. Probably. Maybe. So when's it released? Get half the jokes, but. April. Next month. Season 11. So what's the figure out? Isn't it April 14th? April 14th, 2017. Calendar is marked. Save the date. Check your local listings. Coming soon to a planet near you. Is that all? So that's all I've been consuming, basically, this week. Okay. We went through an entire 13 episode show. That's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well,. We watched The Day After Tomorrow. The Keanu Reeves one? No. Oh. It has Randy... No, Dennis Quaid in it. (laughs) And uh, Donnie Darko is the other main character. Oh, that's the one where global warming causes the Ice Age. Yes. So what happens is... um, Melting ice into the (laughs) Atlantic Ocean changes the salinity and it... And the temperature rise changes. It shuts down the current that brings warm water from near the equator up to, up north, and that creates these mega storms that freeze 
the northern hemisphere. I thought the storms were like caused a, an effect where it opened up the atmosphere, basically lets the cold space come in. It basically sucks down cold air from the upper atmosphere to the ground really quickly and f- flash freezes stuff that in the eye of the storm. And it's about these teenagers that are stuck in New York when it happens away from their parents. And one of their one of them is Donnie Darko and his dad is Dennis Quaid and he has to go save them. So it's kind of got like an environmental message mixed in with like a disaster exactly. scenario. So yeah, it was good. Kids liked it. Um, we, uh, Mrs. Jimmy and I watched a movie called Come and Find Me and it stars Aaron Paul, the Idaho native oh. from Breaking Bad. Yeah. In it, he, I'm not even, it didn't even seem like he had a job, but he lived with his girlfriend. It kind of f- switches between current stuff and the past and sometimes the transitions were unclear, so I was a little confused at some parts. But anyways, his girlfriend that he lives with just goes missing one day. There's no sign of foul play. There's no no. It's just he wakes up one one morning and she's gone, and he uh, she doesn't have any family that he knows of, and so. He eventually just kind of gives up on her. Well, then stuff starts happening that leads him to believe that not everything he knew about her was true. And he goes on this scavenger hunt into her past to try and find out what's going on and who she really was and and try to find her ultimately. And things get kind of cray cray. Yeah, it turns out she's a ghast from Minecraft, and she just went through another portal. No, that's what? not it at all. But <laughs> kind of the exact opposite of that. <laughs> okay. And she came out of a portal. The other thing I've been doing a lot of lately is playing a pixel junk game on the PlayStation called Shooter 2. It's a sequel. It's a shooter game? You're this little... Is it in New York? No, it's on another planet, but you're this little ship, and you fly around, you can shoot, and you have a grabber arm, and you're saving these little people and destroying these things that shoot at you. Were the people shot by railguns? Nope. Yeah, you're saving the people for later so your alien race can eat them as cattle. <laughs> no, oh. Anyways, okay. there's different levels, and you go through, and you have to solve puzzles in some of them, and kind of... Use the environment to your advantage or just try to, you know, avoid lava and and stuff. It's pretty fun. Yeah, um, I think our delay improved. I think you're right. It seems like it. One. Oh, well, that's pretty instantaneous now. Yeah. Wait, are you still there? Just kidding. I said one, <laughs> he didn't respond. He oh, man. In a couple minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, been playing that a lot. It's on uh, PlayStation Network. You just download it. The first one is really good, but we'd beaten it, and and then the kids were begging for the second one, so they paid for it. So, like you took it out, out of their, their hide. hide. Yep, took it out of their hide. <laughs> <laughs> Even across distance, we were synced up. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead, DVD. So um, Amazon Prime is starting to do this kind of cool thing where they're releasing their, um, what are they called? Pilots. Okay. Probably to, to gauge viewership before they sink more money into them. Because Amazon Prime, like, just like Netflix, is starting to pour money into original programming. Right. So one of those ones I watched was, was called Oasis. It's about the band. Nope. Oh. It's about human humankind. Um, is kind Another of show about humans. Damage the planet, like always. <laughs> those silly humans. There's a colony that was Movies started. Movies are so human-centric these days. <laughs> <laughs> there's a colony started. It looked like they have probably some kind of faster-than-light travel or jump technology. Ooh. But there's a planet that can support human life that um, apparently they're sending rich people to or something. Or oh prepping my. it for rich people. Well, all of a sudden, this uh, guy that is a priest in a world where there's not much desire for priests, like people are mostly atheists, it looks like, um, gets told by this lady that the guy that founded this um, colony, and it sounds like he knew the guy, and they had this problem probably because he's a priest and the guy was probably an atheist. But she gives him these goggles and he sees this message from this guy that told him he has to come to the colony he needs him He's your mission should you choose understand. to accept it so the, the priest goes and shows up at the colony he has to jump um a lot of people don't give him a very warm welcome because most of them are atheists probably um well he doesn't have to wear the pope hat <laughs> <laughs> but he gets there and the um yeah people are dying because of they're seeing things and it's Kind of remind me of Earth Two a little bit, mm. um, but it's worth checking out. Now the problem with having pilots on a thing like this is what happens if you find a show you like, but it doesn't get picked up because they left you with kind of a big cliffhanger on this one. Oh boy! And I'm hoping it comes out eventually. The last time I watched a pilot, it just happened to be two days before they released the whole first right. season, which was Patriot. Um, uh. That's not the case with this one. Um, so uh, another podcast I was listening to, they talked about this, and they said that you know, the guy had watched three of them. He said two of them were good, and you could tell there's a lot of production value and money put into them, and were really good. The third one he said looked like you know anyone could have put it together, so it probably won't make it. <laughs> so <clears throat> there's that. So I watched Oasis, which is, should be good. I can't wait. I don't even know when the rest of it's going to come out if at all um i watched half of iron fist so there's that i like it also it's pretty good um i'm not sure if it's the, my favorite of the uh setting up the characters for um basically the the future one coming out where you're, you're gonna have the last four superheroes i think they're called the defenders yeah um <clears throat> I, I saw a lot of parallels between Iron Fist and like some Shakespeare plays. I saw some between it and um, what's it called, the Green Arrow. Yeah, that's what well, I thought when I yeah. saw the when I heard I, about it. Well, that when I when but, saw the previews, that's what I thought it was going to be like, and it's not like that oh, really at all. Right, it isn't. So it surprised me in that way, which is a, a happy surprise. But there's a lot of cool symbolism too in there. But it's. It's a lot deeper, I think, than some people might um, 
grasp. There's many levels of enjoyment to be had. Yes. For sure. Um, and then I watched three comedy specials, or I listened to three comedy specials while I was Minecrafting. I actually got the bottom saucer section of my Enterprise done. Nice. And then I was trying to figure out how to build down in a gravity building situation. <laughs> I died mm-hmm. once, un- underestimating how big the main body of the Enterprise is, because I built the first ring. But I got to the top, and I was like, how do I get back down? <laughs> I need a so scaffolding. Jump, but I, I, I think I was like three blocks too much. Put you got to flood the you need those landscape below you. Uh, yeah. Green slime blocks. Oh. There you go. <laughs> or water. Well, I hit the other part of the Enterprise, and then it spread my stuff that I had all over the ground. <laughs> like a hundred blocks lower, so it spread it pretty good. Nice. Um so it was fun. I had, I had 29 experience, and I lost oh. all of it but two. Oh. I was about to make uh, my, I had some um, cool picks I was going to make. Anyways, back to, um, that's nerd credit, it sounds like. Um, so the three comedians I watched, there was uh, Jim Norton, who, holy cow, that guy is a dirty comedian. And then I watched Chris Tucker, who is awesome. Oh. Chris Tucker special is so funny. One of the, my favorite ones he was talking about was um, when, like, bill collectors call. He's like, in today's housing market, I'm not sure when this came out. He's like, today's housing market, they don't have anything to threaten you with. They call, <laughs> like, yeah, we need you to pay your mortgage. And he's like, uh, he's told me if I didn't, you'd take the house, have the house. Uh, no, we don't want the house. We want you to, <laughs> what can we do to get you to pay? No, take the house. Seriously. Yeah. I want <laughs> you to have it. Actually, have worked with a, a lady that uh, went like five years with a house that she wasn't paying on, but she owned, but they wouldn't take it. Right. She finally did get rid of it, which is good. Hmm. Um, and then I watched some of Eddie Murphy, like old school Eddie Murphy from the 80s. Oh. Not politically correct at all. Yeah. Surprising enough. I can imagine. But Chris Tucker is extremely funny. Uh, I recommend that one. He was really good in Fifth Element. Yep. And then I watched Dirt Every Day. Oh, is that what that's supposed to say? Oh, it says Dirt Every Day. <laughs> That'd be different. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about it before, but I was going to talk about a specific episode where he went and bought a um, auction military truck. Oh. I was looking at Humvees, and he's like, you know, and they have the deuce and the half. He's like, they also have five-ton trucks, which are the really, really big ones. Mm-hmm. Well, he bought one kind of between the deuce and the half and the five-ton, and it was a cab over truck. Oh. So I wanted to see if, one, if it would be good for off-roading. This is an off-roading show. Another one is if you could drive it as like a daily driver. <laughs> so he brought he had his two dogs along with him. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, he took them through the drive-thru in the big truck. <laughs> and the window was like way down there. Um, and then uh, he went shopping to buy some stuff at like a um, a place where he's going to do buy some stuff for the truck. It's about like stencils and some paint, so he could spray paint dirt every day on different parts. Oh, but nice. when he gets because of the story, he just like chucks it up and into the bed of the thing, which is <laughs> the top that's like ten feet above the ground. <laughs> and they took it off roading, and a friend of his that has this really cool um, Jeep that's got huge suspension and lots of tires, they take it out and take it lots of places until they can. They take up this one canyon, they get it kind of stuck and it can't go any further. But did you say it has lots of tires? <laughs> <laughs> Does he? Lots of tires, lots of big tires. 
mini okay. tire. Lots of suspension travel on the tires. How about that? Okay. Um, the big truck, <laughs> the cab over truck had six tires, I think. Right. Um, it's it's a fun show. I like that show. Um, but it's kind of cool. I wouldn't mind getting one of those. <laughs> one I didn't put on here, but I just remembered I watched. I set up a recording for a show called Wheeler Dealer. Oh, I think I've heard of that. There's a British one I used to watch yeah, all the time. Okay. Well, they, I think it was Velocity, actually moved the guy and his mechanic to L.A. Huh. So now they're doing shows in L.A. with um, fancier cars, you might say. Like, I watched one with a Porsche 912. <laughs> <coughs> Which was interesting. Wow, you have a lot of consumption this week. <laughs> I do. I need a drink, actually. <laughs> So, Hopefully you're with us next week. How about this? How about you guys talk nerd cred for a second while I run and get a drink? Okay. I've got nerd cred. All right. So you may remember last year we had a guest on our show, JT Pender. Oh, yeah. He was the music producer and rapper. Yep. Well, he lives down here in San Diego, and so since I'm down here, I had lunch with him. I had lunch with him last week, and then I had lunch again today, and uh, I decided to wear my Ingenuity Show t-shirt Cool. to dinner, and when I showed up... He was also wearing his Ingenuity Show t-shirt, so... That's awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. I don't know if you remember the story from last year, but with me and him, and um, I think he... The, our other guest that was on Darth Eradicus or something? Yeah. can't remember what name he chose, but anyway, us three wore the bright orange Ingenuity Show t-shirts to work and got a lot of comments. I so. bet. But yeah, it was cool that we both was, you know, had had the idea to wear the Ingenuity Show t-shirt to dinner. <laughs> yeah. That's so. funny. And I'm back. Whew. All of a sudden my throat got really dry and I couldn't get it replenished enough. <clears throat> I do this thing called salivating. Just <laughs> <laughs> try it. So Wheeler Dealer, yeah, check it out. It's good. Okay. It's on TV. You have to record it or watch it live. Weird. 
<clears throat> but they also did one where they went to a place that had auction or had availability to sell old military vehicles. And they uh, he took his mechanic out there and they spent a lot of time looking around trying to find a Humvee to buy. And uh, <clears throat> they finally found one. But they had to do some work to get it running there at the site. But the guy that owned it basically told him you have the run of the place to find parts. Oh. So they're running around to other Humvees and pulling parts. And nice. That would be fun. They ended up buying one and getting it running, which was really cool. And uh, they converted it into like a camper. <laughs> so it had like a, <clears throat> like a full-size bed in the bed of it. And they built this metal frame for the, the bed of it that <clears throat> they had things that popped out the sides. From outside, oh cool! Including like a sink and had a shower and hmm. a little kitchenette. But then they showed them. They drove it up to the top of this mountain. They're like, no one's ever camped up here because you can't get up here with more normal vehicles, right? And then they had uh, some bubbly out of like little espresso cups. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, space is a premium, <laughs> but it was funny. You know, people um, can go hiking with tents. You know, they don't have to just stop when the vehicle stops. Yeah, it sounds hard. Yeah, this is way better. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of places out there you can buy, like, through auction and stuff, old military vehicles. All the Humvees are starting to be sold off. Right. Um, like the one from Wheeler Dealer, those can guys. you buy an Abrams tank? They look like a place where, yeah, the vehicles might not be running. So whatever mm. state they're in. <clears throat> the other everyday one, they went to a place where... They hopped in one and started up. He was starting up several different ones, so they had huh. him in better shape. <clears throat> As you get to a certain age, and the military just doesn't right upkeep him anymore. And the one guy's like the mechanic at first is like, "You realize they have like a team of like dozens of people to keep these things running normally, and you have me out here, and you want it to be <laughs> running by the end of the day." Yep. But so that worked good. And then I watched some. Um, an interesting interview with the Joe Rogan show on YouTube where he's interviewing Les Stroud, which oh. is a Survivor Man guy. Yeah. They're talking about Bigfoot because Les Stroud did this Finding Bigfoot part of Survivor Man. Oh. <clears throat> he had some interesting things to talk about that. They took him up to a place, um, I can't remember what it's called. Radium? Disney. I think it's called Radium. So it's called. It's a big mountain where no one goes and there's... Bigfoot activity, supposedly. Um, <laughs> he said he got to the top and experienced something else that a lot of people have experienced Bigfoot experience, and that's unexplainable lights. Oh. Usually before and around Bigfoot sightings, people will see lights. And he got to the top and he said, yeah, there was lights that he had no explanation for. Where is there this place? Large, uh, in Canada or Alaska or something. Oh. You could probably look it up. Um, <clears throat> but then he said the strangest thing that happened on this trip was they set up some um, cameras that are motion activated. Mm-hmm. And Charger showed up. Yep. <laughs> no, they, uh, and they'd put some apples like 15 feet up in trees, like stuck them onto branches and then stuck candy bars on some flat, like branch areas around. And they, uh, the cameras didn't go off, but I mean, they did go off occasionally from like other things and they're there. And it's like between one frame and another one, all of a sudden they were gone. Well, it has no explanation for how. He's like, if, if something grabbed it, magic, it should, it Activate. should have kicked on. Yeah, it's like sometimes even like it would kick on because a big piece of like dust flew past or something. Right. 
Um, but they didn't turn on at all. Hmm. So that's interesting. Kooky. Um, Rogan is definitely a skeptic when it comes to Bigfoot. Oh, really? I would have thought he, he might was be into at some it. point, uh, but then he I think he met interacted with too many Bigfoot people. <laughs> and realized they're all <laughs> kind of nuts. <laughs> they're nuts, yeah. Um, which is funny. Um, yeah, yeah. There's like a big. He's talking. Uh, Les was talking about this huge range of people in the Bigfoot community. It ranges from people that think it's Gigantopithecus that's been here as an actual just normal animal that people are seeing and other people right. are saying he's like a trans-dimensional alien obviously obviously I mean, how would you not think that <laughs> um so that was good and then i've watched a bunch of anthony jesselnick videos which he's a very dark comedy comedian probably one of the mm-hmm. safest ones i can tell of his it won't offend anyone but it's kind of funny but very dark but he's talking about his girlfriend when he got her hair cut and they'd messed it up and she had like two inches cut off of it. And so she came home and was crying for several hours and he's trying to console her. He's like, I don't know what you're, you're so upset about. Your hair will go back and you're not the one that has to look for a new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely has a pers- persona that he puts on for his act where he's very self-assured of himself and not very nice <laughs> and has horrible jokes that make you laugh and they're funny well that's the goal they're honestly like dirty jokes they're just mean and he said, said uh, he doesn't usually watch the news but he can tell by his twitter feed when he needs to check out a news story so he can make it or come up with jokes about it right because people say Anthony not this one please don't touch this one <laughs> and that's his cue to do yeah. it <laughs> yes oh that's funny um so, we might be interested in checking him out. And that's all I've got to say about that. Okay, back to NerdCred. Back to NerdCred. So, mine's about <clears throat> Civ 2, of course. Um, so, the way I do it, I've probably explained this before, but to keep tr- track of what continent the city is on, I put a number at the end. So, my f- first... The continent I start out on, where my capital is, all the cities will have a 1 at the end. Well, as I'm currently playing as the French, so all my cities have French names that are automatically chosen by the game. Well, one of the French cities is Nice. <laughs> well, it's spelt N-I-C-E, and it has a one at the end. And my son comes over, he's like, whoa, you have a city called Nice One? It's like... <laughs> you should see the one that says lols over there. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was humorous. He even went and got his sister. Come here, look at this. Dad's got a city called Nice One. That's funny. And then my daughter sat and watched me play for a while. It's funny. Because they usually... They get on my case about playing it while we're watching movies. I'm like, it does not hurt you in any way for me to play this while we watch a movie. (laughs) Like, you can't even see it from where you're sitting across the room. It's not like I have the lights on and the lights blaring from the laptop right right it's just in it's pointed at my <clears throat> face in so, your face yeah i thought that was a pretty nice one so i've got a mea culpa a little bit oh, for my nerd cred so i was dragging my feet and not really looking forward to reformatting the hard drive on our computer we're recording this on which is my old computer um and i've badmouthed windows for quite a few years now based on things they've done but apparently in windows 10 they made it really really easy 
you go to the settings. There's like a recovery section. You go to there. And then there's a reset computer button. Nice. And then you can select whether you want to keep your files and just reset the computer to its factory state with all your files intact or wipe everything, which takes longer. And they warn you that you'll lose stuff. So it take a little bit of time. I hooked my external hard drive to the computer and copied all the files that I might ever want off of it. Mm-hmm. Clicked the little button, clicked on the right option, and it started going. And I went and played video games, came back. <clears throat> I was at 90% after a couple hours. And so I next day I just came in, popped my head in. It needed me to hit OK on something. Said OK. <laughs> Reinstalled it. It came up. Fine, it's awesome. It's so easy. I can't believe how easy it was. Skype still takes a while to get to open. I had to go... So, Skype should automatically come up when you reboot, and we rebooted tonight. Because the experience was you would you would click on Skype to open it, and nothing would happen at all. But it'd show up in... in the, you go in Task or... Manager, and there's like five of them open. So, what I did is we rebooted. <clears throat> I didn't click Skype to open because it from the settings it should have auto open so I just immediately went to task manager saw that it was running so I clicked on it there and it opened up like a sub line that said Skype and I clicked on that and Skype opened I was like oh well, weird I, I wonder if that's my fault because Skype when it's on it looks the way Windows works now there's a little colored bar underneath it if it's active right <clears throat> That bugs me that there's something open that I'm not using. <laughs> yeah, so I, cl- I, I had told it to quit. And but then it the should... computer's been off for a week or since. Yeah, but when you start it, it up, it should automatically. But cause... that's the only thing that does that. Uh, there are other Skype things issue. in the background that do. Oh, you mean as far as showing? Yeah, as far as you click on the button, nothing happens. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird. And then my other advice is, won't I mean you can't stop it from interacting with you. Yeah. And then I, on uh, Mr. Pold's request, I drew a comic that should t- make its way into a t-shirt. And maybe on the show picture. Um, maybe this week or maybe next week. <clears throat> so I got a new computer at work. So I got a new install of AutoCAD. Mm-hmm. Well, the AutoCAD that they install on our computers, there's an autosave feature in AutoCAD. And mine was on to save every 10 minutes. But I forgot to set my path to a, something that actually existed. <laughs> so if you don't set your path on the new work computers, I don't know where it goes, but it doesn't go anywhere I can find. Saves it in the ether. And then I had my AutoCAD crash. And I lost, I was putting the last hatch pattern in, or fill color in. Ugh. And I lost the entire thing. That's frustrating. So it took two days off. <laughs> I just went back and plowed my way through it in a lunch. Um, turned out pretty good. good. And then I drew another one. I may, I said a saying that everyone at work said is not the real saying. That's not how it goes. Did we tell them what it was? The I first one? I don't know one? if we did. We should have to be a surprise. Well, it's not a surprise if they see it when they launch. It might be a surprise, but it might be an elephant of surprise. That's right. It could. All right, and then what was your other one? I don't know that I heard of this one. Um, so I said a saying that no one believed me, and then when they're, while they were talking about it, I drew it on a sticky note real quick, and then I had that on my board, and I decided to put it in CAD, so I did that 
today at lunch, and it was the squeaky nail gets the hammer. They said that's not the saying. They <laughs> said something like the squeaky wheel gets the grease or something. The squeaky wheel gets the oil or whatever. Anyways, mine's a little less friendly, I guess. Well, there is one about like <clears throat> the the nail that's sticking up gets the hammer. Oh, that combined the two of them. So I figured yeah. in my world, it means the same thing. If you are annoying and complaining, then you're gonna get hit. Yeah. Anyway, so I drew a squeaky a nail, nail. Yeah, with a little face on it. This looks very concerned at the hammer coming at it. <laughs> <clears throat> and oh, today I looked up things that happened on my birthday. Like, Unfortunately, the thirty-six people had to die in order to make room for me on the planet. Because there was thirty-six people died in a protest in Istanbul. Oh, so historic events that happened on your birthday. That's my actual day I was born. Oh, the right in the year you were born. Interesting. I've never done that. There's a website that lets you do that. You can look up different years and dates. We'll have to do that later. Hey, I've got some more nerd cred. Okay. Back to you. So I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day (laughs) and uh, explaining to him about the... Lagrange points. Yeah. We touched on a little bit. Um, I don't know. Whenever we talked about the that Mars, Mars thing. thing. Anyway, um, he was so interested in it that he went and did some research on his own um, back in his hotel room. And <laughs> the next day we're, you know, we're sitting in the meeting area before we go and do our surveys and stuff. And he's up at the whiteboard, and he starts, like, drawing diagrams. Because someone, he was talking to somebody about it, and they were asking him questions. And so, so it was almost like he was up teaching a class on Lagrange points <laughs> to everybody that was sitting there. Nice. <laughs> so I inspired him. <laughs> this isn't actually what the meeting's about, but. Yep. That's what comes to the meeting late. It's like, what did I miss? It's cool. <laughs> uh. Hey, maybe I'll do a, a diagram like I did on um, that other science thing for the next newsletter. Yeah, you could do it. Look orange points in the newsletter. That would be interesting. segment is feedback um the only thing i saw this week was on facebook 
the usual suspects, uh, such as Rob Hancock, Neil Orange Peel, our good friend Matthew from Passersby Podcast, and our sister Rachel all shared and liked our stuff on Facebook. So thanks, guys. People have been begging for pictures of the podcast. I'm going to try to... My arm's not long enough. need yeah. a selfie stick. Ew. That's disgusting. Well, we'll eventually get video up on YouTube, right? Yeah, Probably. once I figure out a recording software that will do more than an hour at a time. There we go. Okay, we took a picture. That'll go on the uh, website at some point. Ooh, we I might tweet it. Tweet it out or put it on our Facebook. If you tweet it, just put just at tweet at Ingenuity Show. And then I'll retweet it. Maybe I'll just email it to you and you can tweet it because I don't know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> or I can tell you after the show. Okay. All right. Um, if you want to contact the Ingenuity Show, send an email. We're ingenuityshow at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and we're on Twitter. We're at Ingenuity Show. You can follow us there. Get the latest episode links and some pictures I take occasionally. Uh, you can listen to us at the usual places, such as iTunes and Stitcher. Or you can go to com, where you can also leave comments, listen to the show, click through to Amazon. You can buy a t-shirt or a sticker. You can get the newsletter there also. All kinds of stuff. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again That's a tight hour Well, it's actually more Because we we hung up on him in the middle Oh <laughs> Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees Smell for the street.
Plants and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees The song Most Guitars Are Made Of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.